Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, well, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, well, it's not just you. It is also me. I'm very cross, <laughs> very cross because I'm having to re-record this because Podcastle, beware Podcastle, it didn't work. I don't know. Maybe it is my laptop. Who knows? But I recorded an episode, rushed out the door to do more child ferrying, and then I got back and just wasn't happy, wasn't processing my audio properly. But you know what? As has been the case previously, it means that I've had a run up, although there has been a four hour gap in between. So what to tell you? Well, I promised you, do you know what? I promised you that I would talk a little bit about some family history stuff. And actually, do you know what? Um, In recording this again, I will forfeit or forego the stuff I talked about in version one of this, which doesn't exist anymore because it got deleted, um, about picking up children from Pangborn. Oh my goodness, the sea of youth, the sea of youth that I encountered. Um, But I'm not here to talk about that. Maybe I'll save that. I am here to share with you a little bit about family history that I discovered yesterday. So um, there are big gaps. I mean, most of us have big gaps in our knowledge and you can never truly know your family, really. You never truly know exactly what's gone on. The only thing that you can truly know is yourself until you get to your mid 40s, late 40s and go, who am I? As as I often do. Um, but I'm doing this memoir writing course and it set as a task, which was to create a chronology of events and to also think about doing a chronology for each of the people characters that you're talking about and I thought oh well there's there's an idea and with my dad's family um there was very little that I really knew so if you've listened to previous family history episode or the one called I'll put links to them in the show notes there's one called Irish Blood English Heart and then I think it's family history part one and I talk about my dad's background. So my dad's family were originally from Ireland and moved to London. Um, And my dad was born in London. Um, But his mum and dad had been born in Ireland. And as with, um, (laughs) I guess, well, I don't know, with lots of people that have a strong accent and are no longer in their country of birth, they just don't shake it, I don't think. So my nanny Walsh was always, hello, torn. Um, and like my friend who was born, she was born in South Africa, but her mum and dad were Scottish. And so her mum and dad went from Scotland to South Africa and then to England, followed their children to England. Um, she's got accent. It's a really strong Scottish accent. And maybe there are some accents that you just don't don't lose. So my paternal grandmother had a strong Irish accent, despite the fact she hadn't lived in Ireland for a very long time. Anyway, there were things that I knew about her. So I knew 
that she had been widowed three times and that she'd outlived both of her children. But I didn't really know any facts. <laughs> and we never really talked about it. My dad didn't, there was only once he talked about the fact that his sister had died when she was a teenager. Um, he never spoke about his dad and I wondered why. And I guess when you're a child, you don't sit down with your grandparent and say, why is it that you have been widowed three times? What were your husbands like? So I found a really good resource called Free BMD, I think, which is stands for, I guess, Free Births, Marriages, Deaths. So if you've ever tried to look up any family history, and I know there will be people that go, uh, why don't you just use Ancestry.com? But I just thought right at this point in time, I don't want to register for something and then pay when I don't really know what I'm doing. And I went to look on the Government Records Office or General Records Office, and they've got like a 50 year gap in some of their records because they're digitizing it still when you think seriously come on enter free bmd where you can um, basically volunteers have um, dedicated their time to scanning public records and um, creating a database of some of the information so while you won't get a copy of a certificate you can get to see a copy of the um, records book in which the data is captured and here is what I discovered. So I discovered that my paternal grandmother married my dad's dad in 1945. And in 1946, my dad was born. So I knew that. But what I didn't know was that his dad died seven months after he'd been born. And he was only 35 years old. Um, and actually, there is, I can't quite get, I'm trying to find the records for my grandmother's death. There's a few people with the same name who died around the same time in roughly the same area. So I need to speak to the records office. But I was thinking, actually, back in the day, for someone to have, and, and this is, you know, his dad, but his dad was 34 when his first child was born, assuming it was his first marriage, which seems late for that time. Um, and I'm not sure how old my grandmother was, because one of the death certificates I find would put her at about 30, which again would seem for the time a bit late. So I don't know, more to discover. Anyway, um, so in 1947, my grandmother is a single parent and a widow, like with a seven-month-old baby. So then three years after that, she marries again. And uh, so 1950, she gets married. And a year later has my dad's sister. And then at some point between 1951 and 1961, her husband dies. <laughs> so in 1961, she marries Mr. Walsh, um, who, and that, that is as I always knew her. And I think actually, I think he was Scottish. I think her first two husbands were Irish and he was Scottish. And the only thing I know about that husband was that my, I think my dad said he didn't particularly like him um, or didn't, didn't get on particularly well with him. So don't know anything other than that. Um, so that's my 
grandmother's three husbands and the last two husbands I can't quite work out when they died because I don't have their first name so that's more work to do but then in 1970 um, her daughter Mary dies age 19 so my dad would have been uh, so he was like six months old when his dad died and then seven <laughs> I can't do the maths no and then he's 14 is that right no that's not right I don't know anyway he his sister dies oh when he's about 20 no that's wrong as well can I come back to you on that please caller <laughs> he is uh yeah it, it's too confusing I can't work it out anyway he's a, a young man when his sister dies actually it's probably around the time that he met my mum because then they get married in 1973 so from that I'm just thinking firstly and I've mentioned this my grandmother was incredibly chipper and I was talking to a friend about it today over lunch and we were talking about I guess that how we talk about our problems and how we deal with them and you know um the term trauma is gaining a lot of weight at the moment and being trauma-informed is important and things like intergener intergenerational trauma is something that's being discussed. But when you look at it in the context of my poor grandmother, so she'd lost three husbands and one of her children. Um, and then she outlived her, her son as well. So it's it's like that's a tough life but I get the sense she just kind of got on with it and drank some gin hence the phone call where she left an answer phone message going I'll fecking murder yes um yeah so there was that and I also thought about how that would have impacted my dad um because he would have been through an awful lot at a very young age so there you go. He was 25 when his sister died. And that's tough, isn't it? When you're a younger sister. Um, so I, I'm kind of, I guess, just thinking about how those events would have made him the way he was and, and how the events that happened to my grandmother made her who she was. And the thing that I did get out of it was it was really comforting in some way to have some facts to have some dates and to be able to say oh I know this now about my family because actually despite the fact that I did know my grandmother and I got along very well with her um we never really got to talk in any and I don't think she ever wanted to talk but it wasn't a it's forbidden don't speak to me about it I think she was just always <laughs> Yeah, when we were very small, she was very entertaining and lovely and set us in front of her telly so we could watch Black Beauty in black and white. Um, and as I became an adult, actually, at the point that I was, I guess I was off into the world of work and I was a young woman and building my life with my soon-to-be husband and she began to get, um, I think she had an early... Uh, well not early but she started to develop dementia and she actually she had a very active social life 
as well. So she had lots of things going on. She was often going up to London. And I guess, well, I suppose I was their granddaughter, not her confidant. Um, so, so it feels good to be able to go, oh, now I know this. Now I understand this. And um, it's just giving me, a, I guess, a bit more of a perspective on the makeup of my family and helping me to understand how things were the way they were, maybe. I don't know if you will be finding any of this remotely interesting. We shall see. Um, <laughs> but what do I hope for you? If you are trying to find out something um, about uh, a birth, marriage or death in your family um, and you're fed up of the General Register Office because it's got 50 years missing, uh, I'll put a link to the free BMD homepage in the show notes. I'll put a link to the other episodes that are relative to this in the show notes too. So I hope that you go and have a look at that. I also hope that you have the opportunity to um, yeah, learn something about your family history that brings you a bit of comfort. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here for the podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, please give it a share. If you enjoy the podcast, give it a share or even review it on your favourite podcasting platform if you like. And even if you don't like, I will still be back with you tomorrow. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you.